Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. The diesel supply chain is getting a little tight, and agriculture is feeling the sticker shock as harvest continues this month. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Diesel is expensive due to high demand and lesser supply. Jason Schwantz is the Senior Vice President of Refined Fuels at CHS. He shares more about where diesel prices are going, but first explains why supply is as tight as it is today. So I will turn back the clock a little bit, not too far, but if you go, uh, we had uh, COVID going on, you know, which which was a severe detriment on demand. So refiners, you know, with no demand out there, they throttled back. Along with that, a lot of refiners actually probably shuttered or shut their doors. There's a few of them that did that. Uh, When demand came screaming back, quite frankly, we don't have as much refining capacity in the United States as we used to have. So it really isn't a crude oil kind of world that we're living in. It's a product world that we're living in. And and quite frankly, with the uh, political scene being what it is, uh, there may, you know, there hasn't been as much reinvestment in refineries to expand. Thus, we have a shortage of refining capacity in the United States. Couple that with you have the Russian-Ukraine war, Uh, and you get the European nations over there who are severely short product. And quite frankly, we are sending uh, some diesel fuel and gas over to Europe to help out with that, causing more tightness. If you look at the tightness in the United States, it tends to be on especially the East Coast right now. Uh, I'm not saying the Midwest is perfect, but actually on supply in the Midwest, we're doing better than most. Uh, things are actually pretty good here. But essentially, it's a refining capacity issue leading to these higher prices. We have a shortage of distillate, basically not just in the United States, but in the world right now. Diesel fuel is what drives essentially all construction, just your, you know, your, your new builds, anything to do with diesel fuel. There is still tremendous, tremendous demand. And we've taken about a million barrels of refining capacity out of the United States. And quite frankly, that's why we're in this kind of scenario that we have. Diving a little more specifically into the price is the margin between the gas price and the diesel price. That's been pretty wide. I don't know if I can answer that one perfectly, other than to say, quite frankly, driving demand has been okay, and refiners usually make about 60% gasoline, 40% diesel, and the diesel fuel market is tighter. That's why you're seeing that spread. Can you tell us more about what's going on in the shortage realm? Where is it happening? Who is it impacting? Is it something you really need to worry about? Uh, I do believe it's something we need to worry about, Uh, and and it all comes back to that shortage of refining capacity in the United States. Uh, If demand is going to remain strong, we we need more, quite frankly, output, and and without investment financially in refineries, that's probably not going to happen. But a lot of the pinch is along the East Coast because they rely heavily on the Gulf refiners. Gulf refiners ship up to the East Coast, uh, and quite frankly, the East Coast has had... uh, there was a refinery in Philadelphia called PES that shut down. That led to some of the problems. 
out there, but they're the ones that are really going to feel the pinch. The other thing is in the Midwest, we don't use a lot of diesel fuel for heating oil, but if you get out to the East Coast and Europe, they use a lot of diesel fuel for heating oil. And that's to heat home. So on the East Coast and Europe, you've got Gulf refiners shipping over to Europe and shipping up to the East Coast. So you have tremendous amount of demand out there. And, and that's what's leading to a lot of this. Are we tight in the Midwest? Yes, but we seem to be getting by in the Midwest. We had a really good fall season, and I think we're still going to see some fall demand. I don't think the corn crop is quite wrapped up. And I think if farmers can, they're going to want to do tillage too. And, and we have enough product here in the Midwest to do that. I'm not saying there isn't enough product in other areas, but it's a lot tighter in other areas than it is in the Midwest. So where does Wisconsin or, you know, the the upper Midwest, where do we get our diesel from primarily? Yep. A lot of the diesel comes from refineries, but if you look at Wisconsin, they'll ship up from Chicago, and then uh, there's a, a big refinery in Minneapolis that will also ship over Flint Hills. They ship over a lot of product, uh, but that's where a lot of it comes for Wisconsin. If you look at uh, in the Midwest, CHS, we have a refinery in Laurel, Montana. We also have one in McPherson, Kansas. Quite frankly, our Laurel, Montana refinery ships over towards North Dakota and towards Minnesota. Our refinery in McPherson, Kansas, ships actually from south up to the north, and uh, there's, we connect in the New Star Pipeline, which goes uh, basically through Nebraska, through South Dakota, all the way up to North Dakota. So that's where a lot of our diesel supply comes from. There are other refineries out there, too, that, that supply us. But uh, if you look at it, those refineries are, are doing a really good job. They're running well. Uh, it It is, you know, I'm going to say this, it's not like there's an abundance of diesel fuel out there, but there is enough to meet our demand needs in the Midwest. And it sounds like since we're not dependent on diesel from the Gulf region or the South region, the Mississippi River low levels, has that been a part of the conversation for Wisconsin diesel? That hasn't really necessarily been a conversation on the diesel part, but for farmers, for grain going out of the country for export, that has been a big deal because the river system is so low, they're having a hard time shipping down there. With prices as high as they are, how can farmers, what are some ways that they can bring that cost down or keep that cost down for their operation? That's a question that CHS gets that I think we're very, very good at handling. I think there's a number of things you can do here. Uh, Working with your cooperatives that deal with CHS, essentially we offer forward contracting programs. If you see a budgeted price that you like out there that we offer on our contracting programs, our co-ops would be able to lock your prices in. I think if you look at in the wintertime, quite frankly, in the wintertime, prices tend to be depressed because there is the least amount of demand because you have that winter season. I would encourage farmers to actually fill up in the winter. Uh, That way you are assured if you have your tanks full, you have that supply sitting there. Um, The other thing is, quite frankly, on the CHS side, we are big sellers of premium diesel, uh, which can enhance your uh, operability 4 to 5%, saving you some product. I would highly recommend that you work with your co-op and look at, quite frankly, Senex Premium Diesel Fuel. Is that a shameless plug? It is, but I believe if you want to save on you know, fuel economy and do things like that, we offer those tools to help some of these things. I'm reading a news article right now that diesel is projected to continue to go up. Um, any insight from CHS? 
I'll give you a little insight on that. I, I believe if you look at it, prices are going to steady out. Uh, I believe we, during the winter time, demand usually gets a little slower. Uh, I believe prices might come down a little bit. I still don't think this is going to fix our issue of needing more refining capacity. Uh, without investment in refineries, they're just not going to be able to produce more. I think we're going to go into the spring and you're going to see things remain like they are now where they're kind of tight. These things aren't going to heal themselves up. You have that you know, Russian-Ukraine war going on that is going to cause Europe to need diesel fuel actually and gasoline over there. So I think you're going to see some refiners continue to export over there. You're going to continue to see demand in the United States. So I think we're going to, quite frankly, go into the springtime with some of these issues. Now, I've seen a lot of them predicting that maybe by the summertime, we can heal up some of these sources uh, and see what happens there. I am not a believer that if the Russian-Ukraine war ended today, would that help anything? I don't think so, because I think those Russian sanctions are going to remain in place, and you're still going to see Europe need some of our product to make things work. Do you see a window of opportunity here for renewable diesel? Renewable diesel will work out to California, quite frankly, with some of the uh, California credits that they have in there. Uh, It's a very, very difficult thing for me to predict whether it works or not. I can't predict the price. I do believe the bean crop is going to be probably a little shorter than they think, raising the price of soybeans. Right now, renewable diesel fuel basically works into California because you need the credits to make it work. I do not see it necessarily working in other places inside the country if they don't have essentially, you know, California's credit system like that. There are other states that are maybe looking at that and then maybe it becomes viable. Uh, I think in certain pockets, but right now that product in order for it to work has to go to California. I don't that ha- think that helps us necessarily. That helps us with bean demand in the mid- Midwest. It doesn't help us though with demand for bio- or for renewable diesel. It just prices itself out of our area. California has these credits on their LCFS. That's what you need to make that work. Jason Schwantz is the Senior Vice President of Refined Fuels at CHS, walking us through the factors at play in the supply and demand situation when it comes to diesel fuel, also peeking into that crystal ball on where diesel prices may be going in 2023. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.